0: Hi guys, my name is Lemons, welcome to Lemon Leads with Lemons Podcast, Alright, then let's get into it. So basically I want to start this episode by shouting out a business. I said I'm going to do this like every, I'm going to try and do it like once a month and you know if I have more I'll probably do it like every week. But the first business I'm going to shout out on this podcast is a business called Simply Green. Oh, sorry, Simply Green is basically into agriculture, so basically they're a farm-to-table company that specializes in packaged vegetables, juices, sandwiches, wraps, and salads. Um, they do have a cafe somewhere in VI, um, it's in Mega Plaza, so for those people who live in Lagos, if you're looking for healthy salads, amazing juices and just they sell produce like um i think they have spinach tomatoes you know and all of that but yeah i'm really really proud of this business because you know i'm very pro nigeria you know i grow the naira and stuff like that but yeah it's um it's a healthy cafe and yeah so simply green their instagram page is simplygreen.farm so you can find them on instagram and they also have a website i think it's www.simplygreen.farm is their website so yeah do check it out if you're in lagos or if you you know come back maybe during the holidays or something so speaking of businesses um remote working is now becoming a thing around the world um and i do know a couple of people who work remotely Um, i know of two websites that you can use if you and they do get you get paid in dollars you know there are many people who are living off of these um side hustles so the first website is upwork so the website is www.upwork.com you sell this, like you could sell whatever service it is. A lot of people I know do content writing, copywriting, and stuff like that. The second website is Fiverr. Fiverr is very popular. Um, the website, for those people who don't know, is www.fiverr.com. So the R, there's two R's. So F I V E R R.com. Um, so check out this website if you're trying to. You know level up and just you know i guess earning dollars and stuff um and of course you guys know i'm always going to you know i mean this podcast is not just for gist and all of that like we're also trying to you know like level up and Basically, improve our lives and you know, and all of that. So, yeah, you guys definitely check out both websites. And you know, as I get more information, I'm gonna let you guys know more. So, moving on. So, I don't know if you guys, um, anyways, um, there was something trending on Twitter. and um, there was a hashtag that was trending and it was called Secure the Tribe, I think. Um, so there was also a hashtag that was called Africans and African Americans. There was a guy, called, there, was a, there was a hashtag, um, with Tariq. So, Tariq is, um, He's an African-American, of course, he's a black American in America and basically was on Twitter spaces and he was talking about how um, Africans are taking jobs from black people. And so this whole thing just got into like the, I guess, you know, African versus, you know, African-American and all of that. And even we, I mean, there were conversations from people from South Africa, you know, I mean, other Africans kind of, you know, came into the conversation. And you know, I'm sorry, like I'm very pro-Nigerian, but I'm going to have to support like my black American brother here because I feel like a lot of Africans don't know their history. If you study the history of the US and you see how black people suffered, I mean, with all due respect, Africans sold these people to different people all around the world. U.S. slaves had to go through so much. I mean, you look at pictures of slavery. You look at how these people fought for their rights. We talk about the Holocaust and we talk about Adolf Hitler. And we're like, oh, he sent the Jews away. Nobody talks about the suffering that black people had to endure in America. Nobody talks about the people that were killed. There was a boy, I think he was 14 years old, Emmett Till. Emmett Till was 14 years old. Apparently, he was killed because he was looking at a white woman. Like... This, you know, this was the reality of the black people in America. And you guys, it's so sad because these things happened like barely 50, 60 years ago. I mean, the civil rights movement was, I think it was, it lasted for almost a decade. And I think it was between 1960 something. I don't, let me just check, but I think it was between 1960 something to, you know. And it's like, these people were fighting. People were killed. People were killed before the civil rights movement started. People were killed during. Black people still... You know, I mean black lives matter was trending in 2020 you know so black americans still struggle every day now i'm not here to say that this i'm not here to accuse africans or you know but i'm just saying africans we always run away from our problems like we're always saying oh the leaders are this let me let me speak for nigeria because this is a country where i've lived here now for 10 years i moved back a couple of years back i've lived here for almost i've lived here for about seven years and since moving back, I realized that our problem, yes, we have terrible leaders, but it's also a people problem. Like, are you going to say that businesses that sell you crappy products, are you going to blame the government for a business selling you a crappy product? Are you going to blame the government for a business having terrible customer service? Are you going to blame a, a business for lying to you? They sell one product to you, and like, are you going to blame the government for bribing, are you going to blame the government for not following the law? In Nigeria, like month, you see month people jumping on cars, you know, and all of that. And it's like, are you blaming the government for not obeying traffic rules? Are you blaming the government for bribing a month officer when you should fix your headlight, when your mirrors should be there, when you shouldn't be on your phone when you're driving? We go to these developed countries and when we get there, we behave ourselves. We behave ourselves. Why can't we behave ourselves in our own countries? And then we're blaming people who are telling us that we're taking their jobs yes, you're taking their jobs you know Ghanaians went back in the day I think it was in the 1940s or 50s Ghanaians told Nigerians to go. when Nigeria was booming Ghanaians we started hiring Ghanaians and then Nigerians were like no we don't want Ghanaians the Ghanaians need to leave we literally have a bag called Ghana School. you know I remember when I was a child and I asked my mom I said why is this bag called Ghana School and it wasn't until I got older that I realized the story behind it Ghana. Ghana is literally like they're literally our neighbors like a trip from Lagos to Ghana will take you less I think it's about an hour and we wanted Ghanaians to go and they're going to America and you're fighting with an African-American and you're telling him that he's a dropout he's that like how do you expect an African-American to sympathize with you how your ancestors sold them their ancestors into slavery their ancestors had to fight and get killed. The rights that you enjoy as a Nigerian today in America is because of the black people. If African Americans ran away from America just the way all Africans run away from African countries, oh the government is bad, would you as a Nigerian have the opportunity that you have today? Not just in America, even in the world, let's be honest, African Americans are on a pedestal. Like when you think of black people in the world, like as much as we shit on them, as much as we say, oh black people are ghetto, oh they're so violent, with all due respect like if, if you go to China and you have a Nigerian passport and a black man has an American passport, <laughs> the Nigerian is going to stay somewhere, they, nobody gives a fuck about you. So as much as we shit on them, oh they're dropouts, no these people, for me African Americans signify courage, the courage that we as Africans don't have. Africans are such cowards, that's why we can sit down here, talk from morning till night. In Nigeria we had an ENSOS movement, after a couple of days the next thing that was trending was JAPA. For those of you listening to this, if you don't know what Japan means, Japan means to leave. So we had an entire movement that was fighting against police, police brutality, fighting against the government. Within a couple of days, everyone got tired and people were like, oh, I need to leave the country. You need to leave the country. How many fucking days did you fight for your country? A, a civil, the civil rights movement was it, it lasted for years. And then you have the gods as a Nigerian who has not done anything for the country. You couldn't even protest for for, for months. There was, a, there was a there was a protest in Hong Kong. I don't even know if it's still ongoing, but there was a protest in Hong Kong that went on for years. You know, when we tell people to get into government, they say, "Oh no no no! Like, who is going to fix your country? You keep running, you keep running, you keep running. Who's going to fix your country for you? Like, is it is, is is there like some sort of savior that's going to come and fix it?" You know back in the day we always blame oh colonial masters it was colonialism that killed africa okay there's no colonialism anymore hold your leaders accountable hold your leaders accountable and stop running to people's countries and taking their jobs and then telling them that no because i'm better than you i'm an immigrant <laughs> look i saw I, I foresaw this many years ago and this is not i i mean i'm talking about the african-american versus african in america thing but this is going to become a big deal even in the uk why did, Brexit, why did Brexit do well? Because British people were tired of immigrants taking their jobs. They were tired of the Polish, the Russians, you know, they were tired of it. People don't like immigrants. Like I said, I've used Ghana as an example. Nigerians told Ghanaians to go. So why the hell do you think you will fly all the way to another continent? A country where you don't even know the history, a country where you didn't even fight. You didn't fight for the rights that you have. The people who fought for those rights are still fighting for their rights till today and you have the guts to leave your shitty ass African country go there and say, oh, I'm better than you so I should have a job oh, I study for 24 hours a day so I should have a job oh, I'm so hardworking. excuse me with all due respect you don't have a right to a job just because you think you're an immigrant just because you think you suffered to get there just because you think you're so smart go and fix your country, develop your countries when you, when you relocate abroad, send money back, build your countries and stop waiting for people to give you handouts. Stop waiting for people to, to accommodate you. Stop going to people's countries and feeling entitled to the things that they have. Who the fuck are you? I'm sorry, Nigerians, Africans, who the fuck do you think you are? Going to other people's continents, going to other people's countries and saying, oh, it's the bad leaders. Go and fight your leaders. And in the coming years, this is going to be a big deal. It's going to be a big deal because The world is, I mean, look, a lot of people are suffering. People are suffering. And they're going to find someone to target. And the targets are going to be immigrants. Because immigration is not, many countries, many people, many citizens of countries do not, do not want immigrants. They don't. You know, in America, good luck to you because somebody can just pull up and shoot you. Black Americans, they don't play. American people don't play, they have right to guns, they will waste your life, come and take my job, I will fucking kill you. So you guys, like all of you abroad, I don't know what to tell you guys, but please stop going to people's countries and feeling entitled. I was so disappointed with the amount of Nigerians who were like, we'll show you jollof fries, we're coming to America, we're coming to take your jobs. Okay, good luck, good luck, good luck, (laughs) fix your country, that's what I'm going to say. Like I'm so tired of this whole thing. Fix your countries, Africa, and stop running away, like our continent needs help. The continent needs help. Stop stealing. Stop running away. Hold your fucking leaders accountable and stop running away. Like, ugh, you guys will be claiming, claiming you or something. If you're such great people, if Nigerians are such great people, why is the country shit? A country is just as good as its people. Yes, the government is bad, whatever. But like I said, trying to get good customer service in Nigeria is like, it's, it's like one in one million. The attitude of the people, the sense of entitlement, the mediocrity. Look at our entertainment industry, forget music, look at the film industry. You know, there's money, but yet we're putting out shitty content. You can't even compare the film industry today to the film industry back in the day. The industry today is much worse. You know, there's nepotism, People, the right people are not getting the jobs, you know, and then we say it's government. It's it's the government in Nollywood. Is the government in all these small businesses? Is the government in the in the salon? It's the government in the salon close to my house. Is the government in 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 the in the um, in the bank close to my house? Does the government control the banks? You go to a Nigerian bank and it's literally like, how the hell did you get your job? You know, we we thrive on mediocrity on mediocrity. We thrive on being cowards. Instead of us to fight and talk and speak out. I'm just gonna end this by saying, look, be the change you want to see. Like we need to start from ourselves and stop running away. Be the change you want to see, hold your leaders accountable, hold the businesses accountable, hold Nigerians accountable. When you guys go abroad, you obey all the rules. When you come back, you don't. Like when you see Nigerians and even... Let me not even lie. Like Nigerians abroad, I'm, every time I used to travel, then you will always know Nigerians. You will always know them because they're the ones trying to like just not pay attention. There are rules. The average Nigerian will not read. They'll just go in. Like you always know us. So we need to stop running away. It's not going to solve problems. If you like go to Canada, Australia, US, (laughs) like I said, people are pushing back against immigration. So unfortunately, you and your family members might be affected. You know, when he when people leave Nigeria, they think they're better than the people in Nigeria. You're not better. Just because you had an opportunity, you're not better. You know. I hope a day doesn't come when they deport you guys or when people start killing immigrants i mean i just hope not i hope that we can all live together in peace but my point is africa needs help africans need to stop being cowards. we need to actually stand up and fight for our countries invest develop these countries look at asian countries today south korea and nigeria are supposed to be on the same level in fact i'm going too far look at dubai dubai was literally sand a couple of years ago so many nigerians are investing in dubai and they will not invest in their countries like what is wrong with us what is wrong with black people i'm so i'm so disappointed i'm so disappointed but anyways yeah that's just be the change you want to see invest in your countries develop your countries hold your leaders accountable and stop stop fighting with people to be in their countries because day they send you back nobody's going to fight for you So, um, speaking on Africa, so recently Burkina Faso, there was a military coup in Burkina Faso. Um, I don't know if you guys know much about Burkina Faso, but, um, I think one of the most popular leaders was a man called Thomas Sankara. Um, Sankara was, you know, I mean, he was, he, I think he had plans for Burkina Faso. Unfortunately, he was killed. Um, typically when a military coup happens, like, I mean, it's always usually bloody and all of that, but, um, I don't know, I don't know if I support this, but yeah, it's. Um, I feel like people are trying to rise against their government and stuff. And so that's that's what's happening in Burkina Faso and of course, because of the coup, you know, um, I think they're probably going to get sanctioned and stuff like that, you know, but you know, let's let's see what happens, at least they're still in AFCON, Nigeria is out. You know, I mean, Burkina Faso is still in the African Cup of Nations, um, and Nigeria is out. So yeah, I mean, Burkina Faso, I wish you guys the best, um, and I hope, I hope that you know the country is able to turn around. Hopefully, and then in Nigeria, I mean, if you live in Nigeria or you read news about Nigeria, we've been dealing with fuel subsidy for years now so for me what I'm thinking is I mean Buhari doesn't want to take out subsidies until he's out of government so yeah I feel like fuel subsidies are going to maybe by next year they're going to take it out and I I really don't know because the economy is struggling now so I'm I'm kind of I don't know what's going to happen next year but you know fuel subsidy has kind of been in the news and it's caused a bit of scarcity just the whole story about it and you know I don't know Nigeria is really on the edge right now and you know we're just hoping for the best and you know all of that. Um, moving on to foreign news, I guess. <laughs> so um, speaking of foreign news, this is not really news, but this is something that I kind of came across over the weekend. So there's this couple, um, Tobe Migue and his wife's name is fat I think her name is Fatima but he calls her fat. So years ago, I mean, I don't know why the video started trending this year, but basically it was a video where both of them were having honest conversations about how they got together and the kind of relationship they have. I think they're married, they have kids, and basically, like, I watched the video, I think the video has like three parts or four parts, um, and what I got from that video was a man who was, was basically a woman who was... Madly in love with a man who was just not that into her like this guy kept talking over her even in this video Trying to make her feel like oh I settled for you You know basically trying to like I just feel like Like if you've been in a relationship where a man loves you and cares about you, you know right, but I just I don't think this guy loves this woman, but they're married, you know, and um, so yeah, the original video that made them kind of address, you know, so they released the music, uh, sorry, they released a song called Undressing Criticism to address their love story. So this was in, in response to the video. This The original video was made years ago where they were having like a couple question and answer thing. And so they just responded with a video this year because that, you know, the, the original video where they were doing a couple's question and answer session trended, I think, I think it trying last year and people were obviously like going in on the guy and just saying look you don't love this woman why are you keeping her around people were going on, on the woman telling her that why are you with a man who talks to you like this this man doesn't respect you he doesn't love you and you know i i just i don't know if they're gonna last i hope they do but yeah i, I know when a man loves a woman and i don't think this man loves this woman i think he settled for her because she was convenient i think she she loves him she definitely loves him more than he loves her and she's i mean i don't live with them but i feel like it's possible that this woman is trying to tie him down and um you know because everything he says he doesn't talk about how he loves her what he talks about is how she loves him like almost throughout the conversation it was just how she does this for him how she was pursuing him how he didn't want her And it's like okay now you're married so why are you still going back and talking about how you never wanted her and you know even he made a few comments about how she looked like her appearance yeah i don't i don't think this guy loves this woman but then again i'm not married to them and you know i do wish them luck but yeah i just i feel like women need to do better like i don't believe in a woman pursuing a man and i don't believe in a man settling with a woman if you don't love somebody please don't go and have kids with them and marry them and then proceed to you know basically act like you're doing it basically it's like he, he basically was talking like he did her a favor by marrying her no you didn't do her a favor if you love her like there's no favors like you're both supposed to you know kind of be on the same page but yeah like undressing criticism um be and Fats. like i don't know like I, i'm not really a fan of that kind of relationship like i just feel like it's a very toxic situation and i mean i really i wish i wish them luck to be honest um couldn't be me And with that being said it's a wrap I hope to see you guys next week Um, and you know I'm just gonna keep trying to get information for you guys and keep you educated informed I guess entertained and excited also and feel free to send us messages. We are on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is um, lemonade with lemonade with. That's the Twitter handle, and on Instagram is lemonade with lemons. And um, yeah, basically that's that's basically it. Um, I'll see you guys next week. Toodles.